Welcome back to a special spooky edition of Noise Extra. I'm Gray Holger, here with Mike Connolly and Tara Connolly. Whoa, a little ASMR from Tara. (laughs) (laughs) And today, we listen to Aghast's, cue Tara pronouncing it properly, Oh, I'm never going to pronounce it properly. <laughs> uh, we, we can do the translation. Well, the Witchcraft ta- in the Twilight of Darkness. Hexerai im Zweilicht der Finsternis is the best I can do. That was pretty good. I, this is better than I can do. That sounds great. And we thought it would be just, you know, it's October. It's Halloween month. We took a little step off the, you know, onto one of those terrors referred to it, the tentacles of, of noise and kind of dove into the dark ambient zone of it. And, um, and, and as well, you know, this record's on cold meat industry. I like so. this cold meat beauty for October. It's great. You want a gray sky. You want to go outside and like feel this cold stones beneath your hands. You want to light a bonfire. You want to drink wine out of a chalice. This is for you. Absolutely. Yes. Since, you know, cold meat is our first record uh, I, that we're covering that's on cold meat. One of my like sort of favorite and introductory labels that was very big to me in the uh, late nineties and early two thousands. And I, I got this CD very early on. So it's a, it's a special one. It is uh it looks very black metal by today's standards. It's a photo of a forest in some fog and it's, goes between medium dark gray to medium light gray. <laughs> no yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it fits this album perfectly. It's, it's, it's but, simple and bleak. Yeah, yeah. But um, before that... Of course, as always. So look, it's October. It's mm-hmm. like 67 degrees here in Los Angeles. Really, it's getting cold. It actually feels like <laughs> fall this year, uh, which I've, is really cool. I can pop on a long sleeve shirt finally. We're spoiled brats here with the weather. Yeah. and uh, But it is long sleeve weather. You, so. can, you can tell that it's gotten cold out and it's really very funny around here. Uh, and it's also October, so... Horror movies abound, as I mentioned in our last episode, and uh, I'm trying to do one a day. It's a, it's my goal. That's awesome. (laughs) That's a great goal. It's a great, it's a great goal. Obviously, the the three of us huge movie people, and and especially horror movies. It's certainly one of the things that you know when we you know first started hanging out was a big big thing between all of uh, among all of us it's a similar tie that binds us definitely one of my favorite memories is uh, visiting the connellys the day after they moved to michigan and sitting down and watching a movie with them in their hardly furnished apartment surrounded by cardboard boxes <laughs> and and lawn chairs as <laughs> sitting in lawn chairs and bean bags yeah, yeah. yeah so, uh, you yeah. know those stayed for a real long time yeah <laughs> lawn chairs are good chairs you know they're kind of comfortable it's totally. crazy yeah. Totally. yeah especially the type that like lay down like the trifold lawn chair oh, yeah. real nice a little recliner on it mm-hmm. um so you've been trying to do one a day so we're what have you been what have you been watching well we're only a few days into october Correct. So as, as we record recording. this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I watched Train to Busan, which is a Southern Korean, uh, South Korean horror movie, a zombie movie. When's takes it from? place on a train a few years ago. I don't know the exact uh, exact release date, but it's, it's not that old. But, you know, one of my favorite horror podcasts had sort of championed this one, uh, Shockwaves podcast. Ah. Uh, shout out Shockwaves. Very cool podcast. Great podcast. And uh, 
I it's been on my want to watch list for a long time when I finally sat down and popped it on and it is really good. Like I'm pretty tired of zombie movies at this point. Unless last week when I was on uh, or what week and a half ago when I was on a little vacation, I did watch a bunch of horror movies kind of leading up to it, uh, like Zombie Three and Four. <laughs> I love Zombie Three and Four and The Serpent in the Rainbow, which I have read the book uh, by Wade Davis of, but I hadn't seen the movie since I was much younger. But that one's great too, and still. Still kind of scary. Yeah, Some yeah, yeah. Very Serving threatening figures in yeah. it. Great opening. Great. The movie opens just beautifully. Uh, and then, uh, so Train to Busan, highly recommended. And then I, I turned on uh, Shutter. I made myself some like dinner or something. I was turning on the TV just to chill out for a bit. And I watched. Uh, it was on the Shutter autoplay. You know, they slam you with a. Oh yeah. <laughs> with a movie as soon as you turn that thing on. And it was called Dead Detectives, and it's from 2018. <laughs> and I watched <laughs> every really? second of it. I did. That's insane. So one of my resolutions is to try and watch. So for doing a movie a day for October, which I'm not necessarily going to make it yeah. <laughs> through. I've got some. I'm out of town next right, weekend right. and this weekend. Yeah, you haven't watched one yet today. I haven't. Uh, well, I did watch one last night. This is Detectives last oh, night. Okay, good, good. Um, which was after midnight because my so sleeping schedule is out of whack. So it oh, that counts. Anyway, I'm just trying to do 31 this month. Uh, but I told myself I'd watch uh, something. Half of it would be like new stuff, and none of it would be stuff I've seen all the way before. If I've watched half a movie or caught it parts of it, it's fair game, but can't see a whole thing. Detective was, uh, it's a modern horror comedy about some people doing like a ghost hunting reality TV show that's fake, and then they actually go to like a real haunted place in Mexico, and wackiness ensues. Ooh. It's a Shutter original. I can't give it my, can't give it my highest recommendation. But if you're just if you're just in the mood for something, if you don't care about what you're watching, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> if there you, you have no other options, <laughs> yeah. just go for it. It was. I didn't want anything. I was going to get invested in and stay up all night, and then I wound up staying up watching. Well, it and you I don't want to like, get oh, spooked. I mean, you were watching it, and <laughs> there's some stuff that I'm scared. To, like I have not seen the taking of Deborah Logan, and that is like absolutely on my list to watch. And don't watch that at midnight. And alone. I know I'm going to get spooked. I am going to get spooked. I, that's one I've been wanting to watch as well, and I actually am afraid that I'll be too scared of it. Yeah, a good friend uh, of mine <laughs> refuses to watch scary horror movies, and I just just likes like straight up exploitation style horror, like Nightmare City or something, just where you're like not going to get violence. scared. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Blind Dead movies or something are totally okay, so but good. like can't watch Final Destination because like too <laughs> close to a reality hey, situation. Final, Final Destination. So Final Destination. That series absolutely holds yeah. up. Those I, are awesome. Those are awesome. A hundred percent fan here. Yeah. Final Destination movies. Anyway, yeah. this isn't really a movie podcast. Well, but, but no, I'm sorry. Let's talk a let's, little let's more. Let's hear what you got. I have a feeling. I have a feeling in the the uh, crossover of fans of noise and fans of horror movies is probably you know. I feel like there's probably some people who like both. You're gonna get some. You're gonna get some movie <laughs> updates in October because we're watching horror movies. It's a juicy middle of that yeah. Venn diagram. I yeah. bet. What have your eyeballs been chewing on? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we 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 haven't um we haven't started yet, uh, but we've been kind of getting getting a getting a little pile together of stuff to watch for the month. There's been heavy discussion. Heavy discussion. Heavy discussion. And I think. This year, we've kind of discussed running through the Halloween series, especially the really up 
one through six or seven. I'm very really. I'm excited for six this. again. I need some druid action like now. Yes, yes, which we get with, of course, probably our favorite Halloween three. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, with the with season the, of the witch, season of the witch with the you know non Michael Myers, but also Halloween two is amazing in the in the hospital. Um, I think that's a really. On any given day, I might even say I may even like it a little more um, than the first one. But I think we're going to run through the Halloween series. I would say our favorite series is probably Friday the 13th. I mean, I would say that's for the amount of times we've watched. If someone asked me what your favorite horror series was, I would say Friday the 13th. Yes. So 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 we might we might still pop on a Friday. Which one would we pop on if we popped on a Friday? (laughs) Friday five. Friday five. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the most entertaining of the series in so many ways. The it's most really ki- difficult not to do impressions. The mo- right yeah, now. yeah. The most kills, some of the best characters, the most hilarious characters, and it just it is the most like it, 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 it's the most just kind of it's the sleaziest of the Fridays. It's, it's, it's violent. The sleaziest of the Fridays. Yeah. It's quite violent. I feel like three, four, and five yeah. all just crush Th- it well, for me. Three's great. We got to see three in 3D in the theater Wait, last year, Friday which is great. Five was a noise artist. Who would they be? Uh, you know, that's a good question. Maybe we'll pop. We'll put would that it be out. Smelling Quim. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you know what? I like this. A fun I game. I think. I think you might. It might be Smelling Quim. <laughs> Um, so we'll probably pop that on at some point, but I think yeah. we're talking about running through the Halloween series this year. So I think that's, that's kind of the goal. Did not realize there were seven or more. Well, there's, oh. well, there's eight, there's eight before the Rob Zombie movies, okay. which I have no interest in seeing and, and haven't seen. I didn't see yeah. the new one from last year. I might check that one out. I, did you see it? No, I did not. Yeah, neither. We didn't see it. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't be opposed to checking I mean, it out, Shutter but I would just threw it on. I, I'm going to stick with. We're probably going to stick with the, you know, kind of the 80s, you know, 70s, 80s, with and the early canon. 90s. With the yeah. canon. Yeah. I think yeah. last year, maybe last year we watched uh, one, of the, one or two of the Fridays together. And so I went through yeah. and watched all of them again. I'm like, oh, I haven't so seen good. these. And that was really good. And a few years prior to that, I had watched every Hellraiser movie. I mean, every, like, all the, just the really bad ones. Oh, they're yeah, very wow. sensual and movies. So those are sensual. fun. The, the Hellraisers, like, one and two are obviously classics, and then they just go straight up down. <laughs> three, three, though, has the classic CD killing scene. Yeah. So that's, so you gotta, I mean, you gotta give it for that. After that, I'm completely clueless. They're it's, up on technology. Yeah. They get really, really confusing. <laughs> Much like the Jason X, there's a Hellraiser in space, too. Oh, it's, hey, but Jason X, Jason X is fantastic. Just watched that one recently, actually. <laughs> favorite, favorite, favorite line from that movie. What's what's what, hockey? What's hockey? Yeah, we yeah, saw because that it's in the theater. future. Because yeah. it's in the future, so like they what, don't know what what's hockey a bicycle? is. Yeah, what's a bicycle? It's another line in that movie. Fantastic stuff. Um, so yeah, so you know, it's gonna be some horror talk. You know, we're gonna watch some horror movies this month. So that's. Oh wait, wait we listened to something spooky too. We oh. We did listen to something, uh, maybe maybe more, maybe more on the sci-fi tip of things. Yeah, but that that can creep you out, and that can creep you out, and that would be the new CD on Chondritic Sound, Anarch Peak. Oh, oh yeah, that yeah, was good, fantastic. We 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 put it on. Uh, we 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 started our day with it actually yeah. the other day. We woke up, got the coffee. Put that right on. It was such a great way to start the day. Put put us in such a great just great sci-fi zone. Mike oh, laughed yeah. and I listened to it again. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, obviously highest recommendations here. Pick that up from 
Kendritic Sound.com. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is it Kendritic Sound.com? It is. Oh, you got oh, that.com. Okay. Got that oh, dot com. Go. Oh, there's a band camp. Oh. You can go to Kendritic Sound. Is that a dot we'll com? link it. It's all, it, it'll, it'll all link from the same thing. You know what? I'm going to link it in the, it's your recent listening, so I'm going to link it in the, uh, in the, descri- cool. the, the episode description. CC it. And also fax it to me. Just, you guys, if you want a copy, email Mike at NoiseExtra.com. <laughs> Slightly used. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that can't be the only thing you've listened to in the last week. You know what? It's it's close to the only thing we listened to, um, but we've still just been in an OB zone. So oh, we've we listened to so much OB. Yeah, so, so uh, Wired Trap is the one oh, that's really stood out this week. Hell yeah. What a... I mean, you know, I, you know, we've talked so much about, oh, it's, it's better than ever. Wired traps better than ever. Uh, and also just thinking about, you know, again, that thing we've talked about, like thinking about Pat getting the master, oh how exciting God. he must've been, how excited he must've been. I think been. Luminous and, is still my favorite. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But, Every day we're like, are we going to listen to something other than Ob? No. Yeah, yeah. We just still listen to Ob. <laughs> no. So yeah, the Ob haters, uh, joyous smash, um, uh, splinter oh, yeah. clear cut. It's so good. Mine it, just showed up so uh, a couple days ago. I got it from Records. So <laughs> uh, get get those out of Ron's hands. I don't know how the hell I can still buy an Ob haters CD from. The 90s. He's going to hear this and start making more. He's like, oh, you can't keep up with me. <laughs> oh, well, <so laughs> no, that's, that's, that's not triple R. R. Oh, yeah, that's true. R, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, so everyone buy records from records. <laughs> what about you? Have you, you got some listening? I did listen to some you things. You did listen to some things. Yeah, yeah. What did uh, you listen to? Wow. Well, you know, last episode we were talking about uh, Violent Onsen Geisha because they were on uh, the Noise Forest compilation. And we were kind of all talking about how we were pretty unfamiliar with Violent Onsen Geisha. Yeah. So I took my own (laughs) desire (laughs) to hear more and I bought the Midnight Gambler CD on Pure. Very cool. Along with another stack of Pure discs. I I know I have a bunch. I just keep ordering ones because they're $3 and I... I don't care if I get a second one now. Like I can't, if I can't find it or it's like in some box, I've just, just get another one. Them. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's whatever. It's great. And that CD is a total curveball of like, it's as weird as that track was. I love it. It's, I don't know what to expect where it's like some like broken Santo and Johnny thing with someone yelling over it or like tr- just totally confusing, weird noise and tape manipulation and sound collage. It's really cool. Cooler than I, as good as I would have hoped, but cooler than I might have expected. Like cool. that, awesome. I thought that track was really good, and I was like, I want this to be good. And then I put it on, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's totally good. Mm-hmm. In keeping with the theory that pure CDs are some of the artist's best work, I it, that one stood out to me. I haven't heard enough of the work, but, like, it's good. That's enough to sell me. I want to hear more. We will definitely. Can we it borrow it? <laughs> well, you know what? Oh, we could order it. How about we just order it? Okay, let's just order just it. Just order it from Ron. Yeah. It's very reasonable. And then I listened to another pure CD. Pain Jerks Trashware. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Which hey. Uh, familiar title. We also titled our uh, sort of gear segment that we, uh, well, our Patreon supporters have heard our gear segment. Which is me and Crank talking about building our own gear and gear uh, segment contact namesake. microphones. Yeah. yeah. Trashware. It's such a good album. Wow. It's yeah. just like mm-hmm. spastic insane harsh noise all the sounds you want none of the sounds you don't i feel like like it just goes perfect and uh yeah very i mean a classic very cool over before you know it and just like a powerful disc with a really diverse sound it's not uh 
not stuck in one sort of like style of being noise. It's cut up, jumpy, weird, wally, uh, freaky noise that happen. You know, all of it happens. All the noises that you like probably happen there Ooh. in one in one CD. Yeah, I mean, I would say so. And another thing that's all over the map, and since you mentioned Anarch Peak, this uh, has Roger Stella on it. He mixed three of the four tracks on this CD. Is a uh, Sudden Infant, Gray Wolves, Macronympha collaboration, Interzone Three. Very, wow, very cool. I got the reissue on wow. Industrial Recollections, and my lord, it is so good. It's uh, the first track is mixed by Joe Lanz from Sudden Infant. The other three tracks are mixed by Roger Stella. It's got everything you want from like the nasty, gritty, caustic sounds of the gray wolves and the true, like harsh noise, brute force approach of Macronympha and the uh, sort of weird and rhythmic and devilish humor of Sudden Infant in there. And it really, it really works. It's a, this is a good one. It's been issued like 10 times or something. Ooh, That's a put that out? Uh, yeah, sure. Mom Savage, maybe. Yeah, or was it, or was it, um, yeah, Grey Wolves put that out? I, there is an open wound edition, but I don't think it was the first edition. Okay. Of it. I think okay. there was a tape on Mother Savage first. That's not in front of us. Work. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, sometimes uh, we still, we still speculate. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you could always email Mike and Gray <gasps> at noiseextra.com <laughs> if just, you know who put that out. Just look it up on Discogs. Okay. Just fine. not doing it right now. I don't want to give Discogs any more business. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't give them any business. Buy this direct from whoever you can. Uh, Definitely. And then uh, I listened to White Hospital's first album, Holocaust, which is Jun Koniaga from Grimm and uh, another person whose name is not in front of me right now. Sorry, I don't have the good notes. And it's like freaked out Japanese industrial, like really Ooh. just all over the place. Um, this is a CD reissue that came out a few years ago, some years ago uh, of an LP that was impossible to find. I mentioned that, I think when I, when we talked about the grim stuff and it's, it's really good. It was a really cool listen. And uh, I'd only had like MP3s laying around before, but there's like organ, maybe some bass guitar, some junk noise, some weird sounds, some field recordings, like all the stuff you want from Japan in the eighties, I guess. Awesome. Sounds killer. None of it quite as spooky. Is this a ghast record, though? Gray with the segue. <laughs> they feel so much less smooth when we point them out all the time. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I like to highlight the segue. Like, really bring it to life. It's so good. This album was perfect listening for today. Is that a ghost? I think a ghost. That might have been. I a ghost. think a ghost just came in and shook our table for a second. I think the ghost agreed. It was like, yeah, it, it was, was great perfect. Record. It was yeah. absolutely perfect. You know, we just we wanted to do something a little different uh, and just kick October off right. And this was this was just the perfect record to listen to. Um, so you know, like we said, on cold meat, you know, so in the kind of dark ambient industrial world. But this is this is just something of this is something. Uh, uh, completely of its own thing. I feel like anyone can appreciate it. It's certainly not uh CCCC or MSBR or something like that's not, we're not tied to that with what we do here. It's the, the whole realm of this stuff, 
And so this fits in in the same place that Lamont Young fits in. And, that you know, it's like it all contributes to it. If you like your noise, dark and spooky or you like dark ambient, this is here for you. And this, there's still some very there's a lot of abstractness to this record. And yeah. the, the main thing I think that that you you get immediately is the tape hiss. Yes. I mean, this feels like it was very lo-fi recording conditions. Sometimes the tape hiss is louder than everything else. And we love that. It sounds great. It's like the right amount of muddy, confusing. Uh, there's, there's obviously plenty of like spatial effects, like delay and reverb on the vocals. It's dark and it is obfuscated. It is, it is, we are in a shroud of fog and darkness. It's it is, absolutely moody. It's, it's obscured. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's obscured sound. It's obscured music. And I love the, you know, be, it, there it's these, these tracks kind of have a simple quality to it, but then the simplicity and the repetition of things kind of end up becoming this kind of obscured abstract sound. And it's, and it's almost like a story, like it takes you on a path. Um, so it's like, a you know, um, like the opening call of a ceremony with bells at the beginning, and then you start your entire journey through the record. So I really love that. And then as soon as we listened to it, I was like, Gray, where did you uh, get this record? Because how amazing would it be to like just stumble upon this and then throw it on thinking maybe it would be black metal, maybe something else. Like um, like to get it in like 1995, yeah, you know what I mean? Get the CD and like, yeah. and just put this on and this is what comes out. I, yeah, exactly. I, I would be, this is something we've come to later, but, uh, how cool would that because that's the in? time when you would just buy something blind, like you, yeah, because the cover you couldn't you listen couldn't to it. Go yeah. up to the front and put the album on with the headphones all the time. Like you yeah. sometimes you just had to like buy it. Yeah. So like, Gray, where did you where did you get this? Uh, the CD I bought in the late '90s. I don't remember where I got it. It might have even been when I picked up another Cold Meat Industry title, uh, "Mental Destruction," when Madness Strikes, which is a awesome, mm-hmm. ooh, awesome record. We definitely got to do that. There's some weird sounds going on. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? And I think there's my a phone's go- on airplane mode. So I it's think not me. no, this is not phones. This is a ghost who heard the Agast record, and he this ghost is hanging out with us right now. There was a weird <laughs> sound. This ghost is excited that we listen to Agast and wants to be part of the podcast. Is this the ghost of the clown in my yeah. living room? <laughs> this might be it the might ghost be of the, the clown ghost. in your living room. Yes. Uh, I, I when I got that mental destruction album, it was at like a a cutout, like a CD store cutout at an outlet mall. Like it obviously just hadn't sold, and I may have picked this up then too. So cool, mental destruction nice. being an anomaly because they were a it was a couple of brothers and one other member, and they were a Christian industrial band, and all the lyrics were about like coming to Christ and burning in hell's fire and all what that stuff. What a fun twist! Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, we definitely got to do them. I love that about about cold meat is that. Roger Carmonic, you know, Brighter Death Now, Lil Roger, uh, was not in any way, the criteria for being on his label was that he liked your music and that you were Swedish. (laughs) (laughs) So the fact that they were uh, Christian didn't matter at all. It's like he released stuff by Aghast, which is obviously very like pagan, uh, dark, miserable, and slaughtered natives, like all this stuff, you know, Brighter Death Now, of course, is its own death obsessed thing. And then uh, putting out like a Christian industrial band is is like not out of the question for him because it he likes the music and and they're Swedish and I think that's really cool. That's a that's a special thing to me is like this label focused on a scene and 
a region and like promoting the music from his country. Yeah. And this is man. Wow. Like what a, what a, what a different thing to pick up if you're picking up something like mental destruction. And then you also got this just cause it was label. But again, I love that about labels where it's the, the it's more than genre. It's there's something else tying it together. Yeah. And you know, God, yeah, this is just, yeah. How can we explain what we like? Like it's, you don't like one thing. You like a wide variety of things. And you like the, there's, and sometimes it is that inexplicable thing that ties it together that you just know, you just feel it, you know? And I think this is, this record is just full of that feeling. Well, right. and I do want to mention like Nebel Hexa, uh, she did vocals on uh, Cradle of Filth, uh, Principle of Evil Made Flesh album. And one, the one, definitely Cradle of Filth's best album and one of the great, yeah. uh, one of the great 90s black metal albums for and, sure. And also uh, with Satyricon on Nemesis Divina. So cool. Yeah, so another cool. great episode. She was on some great, great and, black metal albums. Uh, her ex-husband is Thomas Haugen. Uh, A.K.A. Samoth. You got it. From Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> so like this, so cool. Like yeah. I was very excited. Yeah. I mean, Cold Me definitely dallied in the black metal zone with, uh, you know, Mortis being on the label and oh, yeah. uh, Nordvarger and, and MZ412 going on to do sort of two black metal focused, one is, one is explicitly black metal focused records, but certainly taking that influence and imagery and, and weaving it through their stuff too. So no stranger to the dark arts at Cold Meat Industries. <laughs> but let's get into the dark arts of this album because we are just... Ushered in. We're enthralled. Witchcraft in the twilight of darkness. We are ushered into the autumn forest fires with this first track. And every track, I don't know about you guys, but I, I felt that every track was too short. Oh, this yeah. this album could have been about four hours <laughs> yeah, long. Yeah, 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 I really think like if they if you could just listen to it on repeat twice and then that that might be better. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Far well, too and, short. It, and that was yeah. We could have just maybe we all just listened to like it again. enthrall. The intro is a minute and thirty seconds, and it was you know I was like oh this is a call to arms. It's the beginning of a ceremony, and then immediately it was done, and I was like what? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote seven words during that minute yeah. and a half because I was like I'm feeling this. I need something to reference in this piece, which would be the uh, weird haunted plucking of a couple strings. Oh, and yes. Just the swelling of the sounds coming up from the depths. Like you're hearing something from inside of a well or somewhere out in the valley below, and it doesn't sound good for you. No, th this is obviously very, it's foreboding. It's, it's, it's letting you know what you're in for. And, to me, it's to me though, I, and I think probably to all of us, it is this comfortable foreboding. It's like, no, we want to be in this forest. Like we are very much, yes, let's go in. Oh yeah, yeah, let's find out what happens. We've been welcomed in. It's a dark and evil forest. Yeah, there's a beckoning. Yeah, it's 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 such. And again, it's it is the, while it is there are you know obviously notes being played on the synth. But it, there is an abstraction because it is so simple and repetitive and the hiss and all of a sudden you just it's not it doesn't this isn't normal. But it, it has the minimalism of black metal, which is mm. so nice about it yeah. because, you know, the the lo-fi quality, the minimalism. But it's but it's not that it's it's something else, you know, all by itself. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really just 
creates an atmosphere. It's so atmospheric. It's crazy. I think I think we're gonna probably use the word atmosphere a lot as we atmosphere. as we move forward because it is this is atmosphere on a CD. And into the second track, we do have lyrics for the second track, Sacrifice. Well, and and some of these lyrics, you can kind of hear what they're saying. You kind of know, but but the effects are kind of so, there's like this blown outness to the way the vocals are where you can't really understand what they're saying. You, you kind of get words here and there, but you can't really like understand exactly what it is. Yeah, we had to look them up. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, the Lord of death and destroyer of life will tonight take a sacrifice, a sacred gift from you, his slave. The gift will be your blood. You will, with ecstatic pleasure, give him what you owe, your life. Yeah. Commit a ritual suicide. <laughs> give him your life. Give him the sacrifice tonight. And that's the vibe. That's that's 100% the vibe. There's <laughs> these strings droning this melody. Uh, and the, I mean, they're straight up witch vocals and it's yeah. a, it's a funerary dirge feeling track. It is, it is welcoming you to give up your life. It's droning, uh, like that. I love the like drone underneath the entire track. It's sinister. Um, it's haunting. It's haunt head. And, the, and, the, and the, like, like I was kind of saying the way the vocals are, are, are delivered, they kind of keep, they melt into each word kind of melts into the next word and it just it creates its own abstract atmosphere, you know, through yeah. through the way it's recorded, through the way they're processing it. I mean, this feels it just feels so perfectly lo-fi. It is. It really mm-hmm. is. And then we enter the Hall of Ice. Oh, <laughs> and what this a, one! What a what a great track. This one's overwhelmed with hiss, but even is, it's one of the hissiest tracks. Even before that, at the forefront of the piece is this crude violin. I, I'm picturing like beaten and bent violin strings barely hanging on and a kind of a rotted old violin. Like this nice. thing is nasty. And it reminds me of Herman Kopp, the uh, the violinist who did the necromantic soundtracks and Dirtotus King soundtrack, and uh, of course went on to he's he's done he was doing like some synth pop stuff I think in the eighties, and then moved on to doing these really weird violin industrial records uh, for the Galactora label. I mentioned that label in my last uh, recent listening, um, mm. but those records are great, and I highly recommend anyone check out uh, the Herman Kopp stuff on Galactora if you like weird sounds, weird weird violin driven industrial. The grinding at the beginning of this made me think of the haters. Like instead of grinding a funnel, they're like grinding a temple bell. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Like, so good. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. But uh, Gray, did you uh, did you recognize those bells? Well, <laughs> it's really funny. the The track is called "Enter the Hall of Ice," and Gl- gladly I will enter that hall. I have a have a synthesizer here. It's a, a Roland JV twenty eighty, popularized by Lego Welt on the Crystal Cult twenty eighty album. Uh, but it's a classic nineties Rompler synth, and it has you know a million patches in it. And one of them is called Ice Hall. <laughs> and I, <laughs> when I saw the title again, I was immediately like, I know what they're using. I know that sound, and I know that it's this thing on this synth. So 
before we started recording, I came in here and, and turned on the synth and hit a couple notes on it for them. And guess what? We're like, yes, it is that. <laughs> yeah, That's it's awesome. That sound. It's so awesome. And it's a really good sound. Uh, but there's also like some strange ringing and these echo vocals that they do. They're like, again, they, they layer into each other. The vocals just kind of go and you can obviously tell when the trails are, but it just like starts back up again. It's almost like a cyclic vocal thing and this was whispery like kind of asmr there's some breathing going on yeah and like that yeah these the vocals are going to create these kind of ice formations in a way because like the way you know like it goes and then stops and starts again shatters out again yeah 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 that's kind of what i was hearing so also when i heard the breathing sounds i could just think of like watching your breath fog up in the ice yeah Mm. totally yeah yeah this one was so i mean we were just so in it and then you know by the third track we're just beyond in it and we're just like yes we will enter we this turned out the lights and lit a candle we had the lights a out candles. a couple candles yeah. um some nice fall spices and some drinks that we were uh having while listening to this some 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 ancient witch elixirs <laughs> i think is what it was anting anting witch's brew little witch's brew so we were Definitely, like, just fully immersed in into this uh, into a guest's world, uh, and happily so. And after we we've made it through the hall of ice, we receive a call from the grave. Oh, a very welcome call. You know, throughout this whole thing, one thing I love is I love synth sounds of natural things, but synth like. When it wasn't fully yeah. just, oh yeah, like you can tell this is a synth bell sound, the obvious facsimile like, of nature in but a then, synth. But then with with the hiss and with the you know echo and and just these different things, it creates this much more just this great abstract feel that I love so much. And this track really just it just gets there right away. There's not only these these synth bells playing this sort of sorrowful melody, but there's also like an extended synth clarinet kind of drone. So weird. It's like a vibrato woodwind of some it's sort. So strange. Yeah. This is <laughs> really a very good. tragic sounding piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you made me laugh on this track, Gray, because he said that it was a uh, less accessible dead can dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of right. I though. mean, I think that's if you if you're into that sort of thing, this is for the gothy ones of you out there. If you're yeah. wearing all black right now, just go buy the Aghast record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's it really, I don't know. It's it's dark. It's dark ambient, but it's dark ambient with these witchy vocals and these these sort of. Yeah, these bell sounds and these sort of more medieval, like I, I mentioned the moon lay hidden beneath a cloud in uh, last week's recent listening, and this is like the, uh, this doesn't have the medieval vibe, this just has the trapped in the forest with some ghosts vibe. It's exactly. yeah, just ancient and raw. Witchy. And, yeah, and, and this, yeah, this track is. And I can't emphasize enough, like stones, like cold stones, there's slabs of stones, yes. there are tombstones, there's a stone altar, there's. Yeah, it's just like cold, cold album. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, the the trees provide no cover. Everything's got cobwebs on it. The earth is cold and hard, and there are sounds you don't understand around you, and they feel like they're getting closer. Yeah, and you need you need to stay by the fire because otherwise you're in trouble. 
oh, staying by the fire isn't your only option. You could dance around the fire. Oh, yes, you can. When we get to the next track, Totentons. Totentons. Death dance. Dance of death. You know? Yes. Oh, man. Just those big war drums <laughs> those going on. Timpanies. This one is so scary. It's so it. good. And the great thing about the timpanies going off, there's times when they get weirdly out of rhythm. Multiple yes, times. Yes. And and oh, it just gives you that very just off kilter feeling that I just love. I love where this track took me. I love it. These vocals are rising and falling in, in sort of a outbursts of, of glee. They're cackling with glee and you feel it They're They're circling the fire and the vocals are louder and quieter as they're further or closer to you yes. from the fire, from where yes. you're like hiding, watching this, uh, this Sabbath, you know, like it's really, it, oh, I don't think man. you can picture anything other than like, <laughs> Women dancing around a fire and cackling and shrieking and doing something that you really don't understand. And I'm happy <laughs> to envision that. That's amazing. And I love going there and I love where this track takes you. And it, and yeah, there's just this rise and fall and the fires in the forest. And then it goes down to the embers start glowing. Yeah. But then the fire rises again. I said they were calling to spirits and definitely getting a reply. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Definitely getting a reply. I, I don't know what this means, but I have the words extended ghosts written <laughs> y'all can I, decide you know what one. I kind of yeah you know what I feel what you're saying yeah, I guess I yeah. don't I can't necessarily describe it either but yes extended ghosts yes. and and you know there is just something so great about looking into a fire and 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 seeing that rise and fall, you know, it gets hotter and you, then it starts to die and then you push the wood one way and then it gets hotter again. Well, and then it, and just the idea of things that we don't understand, the idea of something, you know, if you don't want to get mystical about it, like maybe something lurking outside of the light that you don't know is there, uh, or maybe a spirit lurking that you don't know is there, but like just really being exposed and vulnerable to something that you don't know or understand. Uh, it's nice. And, uh, it's a very welcome place to be. Certainly, we love going to that place. Yeah, we love it in, in the way that where we like to get scared. Like, I had goosebumps at a few points. I was like, ooh, my hackles are raised. How fun. Like, that's a nice place to be. Yeah. With, with the war drums pounding and the spirits rising and falling, I bet it felt great to serve that fire. Yeah. <laughs> We've heard the call from the grave. Yes. We've danced the dance of death. And now we're being offered our darkest desires. <laughs> yes. Those weird, obscure strings just start this, this one. This is so seductive. Oh. Like, this is the most seductive it's, song. It's like the croak of the ancient woods, like, bringing you in. There's a... Everything is is dark and in fog now. We we can see nothing. The fire is out. Only left with smoke and night. Yep. Buried and under leaves. There's scraping, creaking, rustling, and then whispers in the dark. And you can Just, only pick out a few. Like I, I couldn't pick out all the words. Um, but uh, I've been waiting. And uh, yes, I can feel it. Oh, uh, it's just like awesome. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So good. You, every now and then you get a line, but then it goes, it gets buried under. You know, maybe yeah. some. You know, something. It's buried under the leaves a little bit, but then it kind of rises up over the leaves, and you get. One or two words, and then it goes back, and oh yeah, this is just. I just thought of like an, an altar, like a like a that we are laying on the altar, and then this like spirit is seducing us. There's this tiny melody, like three notes, that happens a few times within it too, and it doesn't 
it's nothing to grab onto. It's just it's just there. And it's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. The the voices are just beckoning you. Beckoning and just leading you, you. Yeah, leading through you through this just obscure forest. And, you, and it's just so hard to decipher what you're seeing, what you're hearing, but you're also just in it. I, I wrote the word haunted on this one in, in nice capital letters because it was really like. <laughs> you have it's, it too? We need to play like bingo with the words we write. Like, okay. <laughs> and somehow. Have our desires been fulfilled? I'm not sure. But this piece <laughs> ends with two knocks. Dude, that's so weird. And we we all oh. jumped at that because it, it did kind of come out of nowhere. Two knocks and then a weird, like, brief voice. Oh, my God. I, I got goosebumps immediately. Yeah, yeah. that's great. That was th This was one of the most powerful pieces. Just the... It's so seductive and lulling you in. And then it, it just shuts you out. And it's over. Oh man. Yeah. It, that was a very, yeah, we all kind of jumped a little bit. It definitely took us, took us back. It took us aback a little bit. Um, but yeah, well, God, what a, what an incredible track. And then Das Eredict. Yeah. Some, some weird light, <laughs> strange odd, light, wrong odd, light, odd light, long shadows, maybe. Yeah. Ooh. Extended ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> um, this has that slow, slow crawl. Yes. Three notes just slowly Obscure. erupting and corroding. And then there's this laughter comes in. It's, it's this hysterical. You're being, I feel like you're being taunted on this one. It's like, yes. Well, you are. I have some lyrics from oh, this. Yeah. Me too. Oh, yeah. Uh, a little I sample of the lyrics from this one. At night on black land, dark, no leading hand. There, a light hops in the wind. A house, a wanderer's lantern. Follow it quickly. Follow the wanderer's lantern, and we are. That's We're the following light. the wanderer's lantern. I feel like we have no choice. You're alone in the woods. There's nothing and else. And you see the light. What do you do? You got to follow it. And oh, and in this track, I thought there was like this something like hinting at thunder. Like there was this low grumbling and rumbling, and it was just like something was like truly about to happen. There were like these like lilting strings strings like on a you know that same broken violin uh yeah it was just amazing and the voice was just uh terrifying yes i love when those like thundery sounds came in and again it just feels like this weird outdated synthesized version of thunder yeah there's certainly it but I love that. I love that. This happens at a specific time. <laughs> like this was recorded at a specific this time is for sure. 1995 is the time we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It, it epitomizes it. And, 1995. And it, sounds, and it just gives it that ancient, strange sound and strange atmosphere that is perfect. And in a way, I miss a lot of those crude synth sounds. Like it's the reason I own the synth that has the ice hall patch on it is because I like mm -hmm. some of that stuff. There's there are patches on that that you could hold down a, a low note and let loop for an hour and probably just put an album out of because they're like they do shift and change and sound oh, really cool. weird. And you can play them at different pitches because it's a sample based synth. So if you hold down an octave on it, it's the same thing but repeating it different pitch and so it's gonna you know the higher note is gonna be faster so it's gonna cycle improperly and oh i make love that and, and you can see where really they cool. meet up oh that's wonderful and i just love i love you know sort of that outdated technology and that sort of like early 
early digital synthesizer feel of some of this stuff where it's like trying very hard to be a clarinet, but who it sure doesn't <laughs> really sound like one. But what it does sound like is something better than, than what, it, you know what I mean? I love that. Well, it aids in this because it still sounds foreign. It still yes. doesn't sound like the thing it's it, supposed to be. Yes. So you're getting this sort of feel of it. That's it's off putting because it's not the natural sound of something. Gray, we're going to have to play these scents in trashware. Like you're going to have to introduce <laughs> them and like, you know, showcase some sound. Oh, there's plenty of people on YouTube showing you the JV 20. <laughs> <laughs> it hey. was a relatively cheap synth. I feel like it still is. I have made four people buy this synth by using it in collaboration with them or just showing them what it does. So oh, cool. uh, it's, it's one of my favorites. It's a I really like relatively synth. cheap. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's relatively cheap. It's a couple, hundred bucks on oh, that's, for a synthesizer with, yeah, that's with super like cheap. A, over a thousand patches in it it's pretty good i thought you were gonna say like 700 no that's not no. relatively okay, cheap yeah. <laughs> i wrote down on this one i just love this <laughs> 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 and that's just like where i was at with this i was like everything was just perfect you know like i said fall we had the lights out candles on this was going i mean Perfect. Well, I think one of those things that's important to think about when you listen to us talk about these records or when you listen to these records yourself is setting yourself in a state where you're receptive to the vibe of the record. So like you put this on and it's a bright summer day and you want to go outside and play hockey. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> it's not a workout jam. It's not. Yeah. It's like not the music for that. But if you want to hang out by yourself or with some friends and light some candles and turn all the lights off and throw this record on. If you're having a Halloween party and you ain't trying mm -hmm. to do no dancing and play the monster mash, then <laughs> you might need this, a gas record. You, this is the perfect we soundtrack for this. So month. good at sports. We are going to go outside and play hockey on a bright summer day. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good we are. That's like the umpire ref guy in a boxing ring. <laughs> It's, we're very good. Yeah, yeah. This is this is this is a record that this is for this month, man. Yeah, I mean, so you your expectations be... and your environment. You yes. Know, or if you make a video on your iPhone and you need a cool backdrop to like you know convey a real mood, go for this. If it snows, if you see some fog, this would be the absolute perfect soundtrack for that. Totally. And then we get to the end. Quite literally, end. Yeah. End. And and kind of like Tara said earlier, I wasn't ready for this to end. I could have got this could have gone on much longer. Obviously, you know, we just, you just put it on again. But you know, every track could have been longer. Every track could have could have done. It didn't even need to do anything else. It could have just done what it did. You know, two or three times longer. This is not fair. This piece is it's listed as almost three and a half minutes. That's the runtime of the actual track. Oh, yeah. However. It goes a slightly over two minutes, and it's it starts off with that weak violin that like you you made those strings yourself. I don't know what's going on with that violin, and the hiss is just perfect. And I thought the this... violin was backwards at first. I was like, are they <laughs> playing the violin backwards? <laughs> well, one of my favorite songs has some uh, backwards violin on it. Butthole surfers creep in the cellar. Oh, I love the buttholes. It's <laughs> a great song. It's great. From my, my favorite of their albums, Rembrandt Pussy Horse. Love it. Big butthole surface fans over here. By the way. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's also the, the, these sort of tones that come in the synthesizer stuff again, but they're melting and shifting in pitch, and it's really uncomfortable and, and like, disconcerting. And they're really the sound starts to kind of override a little bit, and, mm -hmm. and it does kind of 
distort, not, you know, distort, like, not like, uh, you know, like full on harsh distortion, but it just actually, the sound itself is like distorted. Yeah. Breaking it, up. And yeah. And it just is. And, and if harsh noise had broken out right there, it would have fit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would have gone with absolutely. it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Absolutely it it felt like it could have gone. And again, is that, that hiss is really riding this whole thing too. So it is, yeah, it's just that great, just distorted, warped, you know, dark feeling that this whole track gives you. This whole this whole album gives you. And then a howl. I feel like they were speaking in tongues throughout the yeah piece. something like, yeah not identifiable words yeah going on no, there. even no, no, in no. a language it doesn't sound yeah. like it's, it's again I thought they German were backwards or, whispers but yeah, I mean they, maybe I had backwards sure. on the brain sure I yeah. I kind of felt that there was some backwards backwards stuff going on too so I mean again it just it really gives you you know you you don't have a lot to go with so you it's just what you're what it's what what you're kind of envisioning, what you're kind of Small hearing. Small elements to unsettle us. Because it, yeah, absolutely, and because it is sim- simplistic. And there's not, you know, there isn't a million layers. It it feels very, you know, there's very minimal amount of things going on, and so that again, that that creates this abstract atmosphere that's just, oh, it's just so good. The track ends, but the CD's still going. Yeah, yeah. For about a minute and a half, you get to ride out in silence. Until it gives you just a little final, final little, mm. final little thing to go out on. And yeah. it's just, you know, and then it just leaves you. It's and the then scariest it just, part when you have to like be alone with all the thoughts in your head. And then it just, it just goes into the ether and the, and the ghosts just kind of, you know. Apparently they hang out and like, they have been hanging creep out. You out at your podcast. They have been, they've been <laughs> hanging out. They wanted to be a part of the podcast. Um, but yeah, I mean. You know, so the only thing you can do is, you know, hit play again and just listen to this whole thing again because that's what it calls for. It calls for it does. You just want this is when you and it is is one of those CDs where when you hear it, it is kind of like when you're in it, it's like I don't want to hear anything else. This is what I want to hear, and this is what I want to hear for another hour or so or more. And and you know. You're just going to want to keep playing. It's so good. It's going to so be good. in our recent listening next week. Yeah. <laughs> I can just say it right now. For sure. I feel like we don't do that a lot is uh, talk about stuff that we've already kind of listened to as right. listening again. Like if I listen to something over and over again, I, I kind of try to keep it in the one recent listening. Yes, I, did. I do too. And we obviously too. before we do these episodes, we're listening to this <laughs> album or we're listening to other yeah. stuff by the bands, but we like to keep you on your toes, so we might not mention that stuff in an episode <laughs> or whatever, just to kind of keep it uh, keep it going. This was actually a rather spur of the moment decision because we're feeling the mood. Well, yeah, we just wanted something great for October to really get the month going. Well, we do have something great planned for October, but that's at the end of the month. We got a lot of great stuff planned for the month. We got a great Halloween episode. I, we think it's a pretty fitting CD for Halloween. So we're gonna get in the mood. We are going to get in the mood. I'm already in the mood, guys. I'm in the mood. I'm absolutely in the mood. It's better that way. You've been listening to Noise Extra. I'm Tara Connolly here with Mike Connolly and Gray Holger. Noise Extra is brought to you by Chondritic Sound, a home to noise artists for over 17 years. By Verdant Weapons, maker of quality contact microphones and noise devices, and by our Patreon supporters. Thank you. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash noise extra. You can find us on Instagram at noise extra, on the web at noiseextra.com, one E in all of those, and on Twitter at noise extra with three A's. Thank you for listening to us 
and to noise.